Welcome to Tech Check. I'm one of your hosts, Jenny. And I'm your other host, Jeff. And this week, we are going to set our phasers to killing me softly. Oh, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're talking about phasers this week, guys. Yes. Phasers are the multi-tool of the future. They really are. Like, you could do anything with it. It seems like Pretty much. It, it's documented throughout the whole series basically solve any problem with the phaser we might be done with our podcast after this <laughs> right well it, or you can either solve it with a phaser or with subspace i mean it's true we haven't we, talked about subspace yet <laughs> no <laughs> do phasers have anything to do with subspace they don't i didn't think so In i'm not going to bury the lead on this one jenny <laughs> they have nothing to do with subspace okay <laughs> oh no it sneaks up on us it does it seems to like literally sneak up on us out of the subspace (laughs) it's funny how subspace works like that right Um, if you're scoring at home i think that's 12 times that we've mentioned subspace here just today in in yeah just in the first couple of minutes of this i'm a fan (laughs) we know (laughs) (laughs) so we are going to talk about phasers Mm -hmm. i want to start with with something really simple. Okay. Do you know what a phaser is? Uh, yeah. It's it can well, it's many things, right? It's what what most people probably think about when you hear the word phaser is a little tiny uh, laser gun that you carry in one hand. And it, uh, that's very true. You carry the the little either in the original series it looked more like a gun. In yeah. Next generation kind of universe. It looked more like um, like a dirt devil that was a small one, or like a early mouse, you know, for your yeah. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, um. Oh right. Did they were they like? Oh my gosh, I've completely forgotten what they look like in next generation. They were kind of rectangular, and oh. just kind of you just kind of held it like a mouse almost. I'm gonna check with the. I can't believe it. I, it's. I don't remember what it looks. Like. I'm sitting here. I can't remember what it looks like. I'm sorry. I'm well, gonna check with Doctor Safari. Well, while Jenny pulls up Doctor Safari, I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna validate her definition. Oh, that's what I thought they looked like. Yeah. Wait, what's the next generation one though? They don't all look like this. No, no. Like guns. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. No, the I'm original just... series ones looked like guns. Yeah. Okay, here's Next yeah. Generation. Oh, yeah. Now I get the Dust Devil reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember now. They're like, they have a handle and yep. sort of a triangular nose. Yeah. With a little really, red little, dot on the end. Exactly that. Yeah. 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 So, to validate Jenny's definition, it is a sort of a handheld kind of carried weapon in there and the reason it had the name phaser it had nothing to do with like actually changing the phase of physics or space time or anything like that um it was called that because it it came up out of the development of something called a phase pistol okay yeah yep which they may mention in Enterprise, and they mentioned in a couple other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it fired forced plasma beams that were made out of nadion particles. Yes. Yes. So um, they were able to do some pretty cool things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned it was the multi-tool. Right. There were <laughs> various levels of of tweaks it almost seemed endless levels of tweaks that you could 
put on the phaser to determine how powerful it was going to be when yeah. you fired it. Yes, right? I, I think, yes, I am really a fan of all the different settings. Yeah. There's like <laughs> four like, or five, right? It's like <laughs> level one is like, I want to pop some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, there's always stun, right? There is stun, right? Or Yeah. Yeah, and then also kill. Like, I think those are probably, if you asked people to name them, they would come up with those too. Like, yeah, it, it, seemed, it seemed like they jumped from, like, terminology in the original <laughs> series to numbers. Because the next generation was very much, you know, very bureaucratic. Yeah. They, you know, that was the Federation at its, at its highest bureaucratic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will send our paperwork in triplicate <laughs> for... <laughs> Phaser setting two? <laughs> yes. Requisition me a beat. Wait, is two stun? Nope, two is two. <laughs> yeah. What happens when I use number two? Oh, wait a minute. I went number two. Yeah. That's a different problem. You show that number two who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> a number two setting on a phaser is what you take tests with. Oh, you can only use a number two setting, right? Because yeah. of the Scantron stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> Because while we can, we can admit Nadion beans that this yeah. can't hold tool, yeah, yeah, still need those. Scotty and Jordy are going to be very upset if you show up with a number three instead of number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you read the precise instructions? <laughs> so, so stun. Like yep, so that. talk about stun. You could stun a person. Living, it, it works on life forms. Right. Most life forms not all most there were a few where it did not do any good at all no but you could also set it on like a sort of a blast to get a group of people stunned yeah it's necessary so you could do a phaser sweep yeah that's what it's called yeah phaser sweep which, which sounds really cool it, i mean it looked cool in the sheer in the series too i mean it's like like a fire hose of phaser yeah <laughs> yeah and Which it, would be pretty deadly. I mean, right. And the effect of a stun generally would be to um, confuse people and make them like kind of stop moving and yeah, um, sometimes yeah. knock them out. Not always. Well, it was a good way to set up the the Kirk two handed karate chop. Okay. Yeah. Him, and then he could run towards you and yeah. do the you know the old two handed hand clasp right, <gasps> right by the neck. Right. Yeah, the Kirk Fu. Right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, you could, so it, it it allowed you to get away without, like, killing people, really. Yeah, it was or a non-lethal, people. a non-lethal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could, you could do a lot, you could do a couple things, but when you had it on the lower frequencies, you actually had a lot of really cool things that you could do, mm-hmm. uh, like the phaser sweep. You could do, yeah. I think, I don't know if you remember this one, Voyager. So you might, I don't know how you know familiar you are with that one. As I've only gone through it three or four times, but yeah. you know, whatever. So Tuvok does a wide beam dispersal. Of yes. The phaser, which is pretty sweet too. It's like, it's like setting, you know, like a, like a projector in the back of the room. <laughs> it, it is like, instead of a, like a light, it was actually, you know, phased particles that yeah. were sweeping the entire room. Which did a lot of good because then it helped like identify who was actually a human versus who wasn't because of the way that the setting was done. So there were some pretty yeah. cool things that you could do in that respect because there he wasn't even trying to like namely attack someone or be on the defense. He was just trying to like figure out who was who. Right. And they also um, used it to disrupt the Borg shields, not in Voyager, but next gen, where they... Um, like once the uh, card got captured and then released, they Borg understood how the phasers worked, right? Um, yep. And they and so they would adapt. So they they had to like set up the phaser to change modulation or whatever. Yep. You call it the modulating uh, frequencies. Yes. Yeah. Like every twelve seconds. Yep. So that they could adapt out. really quick. Yeah. So here's a random thing for you. Okay. So phasers, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know when they wouldn't work? Underwater? Uh, no, they'd work underwater. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Um, they wouldn't work. In Star Trek when... 4, Kirk cuts the like the bulkhead out with a phaser. Oh, yeah. Well, it can heat. Yeah. That's another setting. Like, can warm up some rocks on your oh, future camp trip. <laughs> poor Sulu. It looks so cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's aiming that phaser at that rock to warm it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please work. Please work. Please work. This is why, like, personnel issued phasers are, like, you know, the Swiss Army knife of, of you know, life on us in Starfleet. Yeah, I agree. I actually think, I actually think that phasers would probably be more useful than a Swiss Army knife. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, you've got like a little two-inch blade, right? Uh-huh. Um, or you could have the corkscrew because when you're serving in the Swiss Army, apparently it's normal <laughs> to just uncork a bottle of wine on the battlefield. Well, yeah. Right? Or or tweeze. Apparently, it's been, or, look, it's it's been a long time since the Swiss Army has seen a battlefield, so. <laughs> You know, <laughs> file your nails out there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, that's the one thing the phaser doesn't have is a toothpick. It doesn't have a toothpick or a nail file. I wouldn't want to use a phaser to, to file down my nails. I'm thinking that could be a little bit imprecise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would they use? Would have you? I've never seen nail care done. Well, they'd use a bullion, right? Because they're all the barbers and. <laughs> oh, what now? You know, the Bullions, they were the barbers of, of the Federation. Oh! Right? Like, hmm. That's what was the guy's name on? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but there was like a Bullion on the Enterprise who was the barber that Picard always hated to go to. Okay. You know, his haircut probably took five minutes. Right. Okay, well, okay I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. like walked around for 20 minutes to make it look like he was doing something. <laughs> That's a lot of interpersonal uh, stuff that I'm pretty sure Picard was not into. Yeah, I don't think he was a chatty Cathy. No. <laughs> they weren't arguing politics of the Federation High Council or whatever. Klingon. So, Families. Going, so, so what could they not be used for, right? We okay, so they don't care. They yeah. also didn't work. <laughs> here's a here's a kind of a limitation, right? Um they wouldn't work if there was a lot of radiation in the area, like, you know, after a supernova. Yeah. Because the phaser was randomized by the radiation. So it would uh-huh. just kind of, it would shoot, but then it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, let's take a step back for a second. And if you were in that situation, you would be on a ship and the phasers probably you'd be working with would be a phaser array or cannons yeah so those are the mounted ones not the the big ones yeah you wouldn't be carrying those around on your belt those are the big guns yeah and so they didn't work in the high radiation right like yep in the high radiation they wouldn't work yeah so we've talked a little bit about the handheld phasers Mm -hmm. you know there's the the type there's all the different types right so there's yeah the original series ones look like a pistol kind Mm -hmm. of um the next gen we talked about kind of looks like a dust devil. Yeah. <laughs> Dustbuster. But I don't know. I'm I'm making up names for products now. You are. It's, I think Dustbuster is is the right brand for what you're thinking. You're right. Dirt Devil? I don't know. That's no, that, those are that, little. They were. Huh? Is Dirt Devil a brand or is that? A, yeah, it is a brand. Okay. It's they were red. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because they okay. were devils. Ooh, could you have a red phaser? Ooh, I don't see why not. Maybe, maybe not mirror, Starfleet issue, but... Maybe like Mirror Universe? Hmm. Yeah. That'd be kind of sweet. Yeah. Like a, like a glossy red phaser at your belt? Yeah. Oh, like, get yourself oh. a dirt devil. Well, yeah. <laughs> phaser. <laughs> and brand. who knows if it's a phaser or a cleaning utensil. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you don't want people to know for sure. Am I here to clean this guy's Throw computer off, off or... <laughs> Yeah. It's a way to instill fear. Yes. yes. It's like the Michael Scott line of, would you rather be feared or loved? And he says, both. Yeah. I want people to be scared of how much they love me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
is the handheld. Yeah. How about this the, is there a rifle? There is a phaser rifle. Those are goofy looking. Are they phaser more powerful? Weird. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They had they packed a much bigger punch. But they seemed really bulky. Yeah. Like, but I would I didn't understand I don't understand the point of phaser rifles other than to, settings. This one oh. goes through eleven, Jenny. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not just make ten stronger? That's because what I want it to goes to eleven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what other I mean, we have stun, well yep. warm or heat. Warm. <laughs> low low power. <laughs> low power. Like if you wanna a thought a muffin. Yeah. Um, you, got, you know, phaser, you know, setting one could probably do a, you know, baked potato pretty quick. Again, useful if you're in the field, you know, yeah. need to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you can warm up a can of beans pretty well, phaser, Like level two, you could get your crock pot going. Yeah. You know, might be. <laughs> leave it on all day. Yeah. yeah. Low and slow. <laughs> yeah. Set it and forget it. There it is. Um, you can also, they can, like, the stun setting, I think, you know, mildest reaction would be confusion and, you know, just stop doing what you're doing. And then if you if you hit them, hit a person, like, um, in the head or in a vital organ or something, it could kill. Yeah. On so stun. They called that, like, a, so, like, setting number one mm-hmm. in... In the modern phasers, so yeah. next generation and beyond. Right, right. right. <laughs> That's where setting number one is basically where stun was. Okay. Okay. I and mean, it could leave the target dazed. They might not be able to think straight for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not going to wasn't going to leave lasting damage. Yeah. Force three, which it seems like like one to three is not a huge jump. But Force 3 was, like, kill. Yeah. Like, there's not, not a whole lot of margin for error there. No. No. And then it can also, like, disintegrate yeah. a person. Yeah. So that's, like, the... Um, remember the, the flying, um, like, amoebas that were in the, the, the one... On that one planet where Kirk goes down and there's all these, like, kind of clear, speckled flying organisms... And one of them gets on Spock, you know. I, like, I have no memory of this, but it sounds cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but I'm yeah, with you. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but three didn't kill Spock, but it killed the flying parasite thing. Huh. So Spock is tougher than a flying parasite? Or it was just particularly... Uh, Spock Vulcan, I mean, or half yeah. Vulcan. So. Yeah. The things that would hurt us, he's like, eh. Meh. That's, that's true. Vulcans are pretty <laughs> tough. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. Yeah. I live on a planet with two suns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like three was pretty pretty rough. And then they were like up to level ten. Mm-hmm. And that's disintegrate? That like disintegrate. We, yeah. And that I mean that, that leaves nothing behind. Yeah, there's nothing left. Why would you do that unless you were murdering? Like, yeah, why well, setting? It's, <laughs> I'm not sure why you would have the 10 on there. Yeah. Like, right? did, did you have to have another person have their hand on the phaser while you set it to 10, like <laughs> two keys or something? It seems yes. crazy to hand yeah. that out to Star Trek personnel, like ensigns or whatever. Like, here you go. Yeah, Watch hey, out for 10. That's a, that's a loop. Graduating from Starfleet Academy. Here's your kill weapon. <laughs> yeah, well, kill. Not just kill. No, if you don't want to leave a mess, set it to 10, man. That's... Here's your disintegrate weapon. <laughs> yeah. It leaves no trace. <laughs> it's like, it's Marvin the Martian sitting on, like, the, you know, the governing board for Starfleet Academy. What is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, um, it makes you really question what was going on in the minds of the guys handing out the feathers. <laughs> right, well, I mean, in... In a society that's so controlled as, you know, the Federation is, like, that seems wildly reckless to hand out to, I mean, this military is, like, the most cautious 
military yeah. body, like other than Swiss Army, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're about <laughs> preserving life and exploring. And yeah, if we got a battle, we got a battle. We want to have some kick-ass weapons, but maybe that's it. Uh, but it just seems like you would need some clearance to have level 10. The last time I heard level 10 like used in my memory of the show was remember when um, Picard goes back to earth and he's, he's like called back to earth to go to the Starfleet command. And there's like mm-hmm. everyone's acting weird and all the admirals are sitting there eating that, eating like the worms at the dinner table. What's... And there's that weird commander walking around commander remick you know what i feel like i've never seen the show today jeff i don't know what's wrong with me but i don't i don't remember that episode but sounds cool so i think it's i think it's season two mm. um go back and watch it somebody it's called chain of command okay i think that's the one i'll have to check but okay. it's it's wacky it's like yeah wacky and okay there's this and they they finally decide there's this massive alien inside of this one guy who's like wearing a human skin <laughs> Ooh, okay one of those they deals use a, huh? they, use a, they use a force 10 on the alien and uh-huh. it, like it disintegrates the shell of the human okay and it like kills the alien thing well In yeah beautiful, like late 80s claymation it's beautiful yeah yeah well the military that hands out phasers that can go to disintegrate is a fool all the time but once <laughs> when and that one time is when you have a giant monster inside a human frame the, the human skin probably ooh, where do you get that but the human so, shell is vulnerable to phaser stuff where the inside monster goo probably wasn't as yeah. much so they okay. had to go pretty high on that one Ugh. um i did consult <laughs> My original copy of the Next Generation Technical Manual. Okay, nerd. Yes. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it does go through and list out all 16 settings that a handheld and a phaser rifle could go through. Oh, my God. 16? 16. 16. Wait, because wait, wait, there's like 3.1, right? I mean, there's like oh, yeah. 1 to 10, but they, they squish some in the middle. They have like some subversions, right? <laughs> okay, let's let's hear him. The, number one is light stun. Okay, right. that's just when you're feeling a little uh, sassy. Yeah, like like yeah, like you got like a sinus headache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh man. How do I feel like calling off work? <laughs> <laughs> I must have been stunned by a phaser. Yeah, light stun. <laughs> light stun though. Yeah. Um, so level two is medium stun. It can okay. cause unconsciousness. Okay. Heavy stun is number three. It can make you unconscious up to an hour. Okay. It also starts to heat metals up at that point. Uh, Okay. Here we go. This is where you like burn through doors. Right. Which is a classic use of a phaser as something other than a weapon. Yeah. When Scotty is like using it as a door maker. Door maker. I named my phaser. It's called the door maker. Stand aside. It isn't a phaser any longer. In my hands. I'll turn it up a little bit. It'll become Widowmaker. You get it. So level four is um, extensive neural damage. Burns. Possible minor burns. Okay. Five is outer wow. layer skin burns and can penetrate personal force fields. Oh. Mm-hmm. Personal force fields. Yeah. Six. So what's the point of a personal force field if phasers at level four can cut through them? Well, maybe they're thinking that no one's going to go above four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you met the Starfle- Starfleet folks? They're not I mean, going to Those use- red shirts aren't exactly the smartest guys in the world. Yeah, there's no reason those guys should die. Yeah. Because they they're not carrying personal force bills. Dead. Well, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Like, okay. why, why wouldn't you also get a personal force field with your... I mean, are they pricey in well, a world where money doesn't mean anything? <laughs> maybe, 
<laughs> Maybe it's the difference between like enlisting versus being drafted. Okay. You know, like maybe the enlisted guys get a personal force field, and the draftees don't. Hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's gonna hold water. Maybe it's more like, um, maybe it's more like my daddy paid for me to get into the national guard. Oh. <laughs> Please tell me this is not uh, this is not a Starfleet thing, nepotism, <laughs> is it? I hope not. Yeah. But it seems like it's not. It seems like it's for like criminals of the sort that might carry around a personal force field mm. you know okay the smugglers right <laughs> space pirates space pirate <laughs> <laughs> okay we've got All right. five, six level six is um, thermal damage how is that different than burning uh, well, thermal damage is, is to non-organic materials. Oh, okay, so rocks. Yeah. Cave yeah. walls and things. Right, yeah. Okay. Seven is actually called disruption. It could, <laughs> okay. It could, start to, it could start to kill certain types of humanoids. Okay. Is that is that a, like a disruptor? It is. It like is sort of the level that a disruptor set? would go to, yeah. Okay, now just disruptor is a Klingon. And Romulan. And Romulan. Okay. Yeah. So those are phasers too, right? They're a but phaser they're just, weapon, but they're not. They're not what Starfleet called phasers. No, but they're they're just that other flavor. Same basic mechanics. Yeah. Except it sounds like they probably have their set on seven all the time. Yeah, I don't think they really adjust it down <laughs> too much. Yeah. Those are two. Those are two uh, cultures where they're not really interested in in the non-lethal. Yeah, they're not looking to see, oh, could I use it as a hammer? <laughs> no. I don't cook I my use... meat, so I don't really need to start a fire or anything. <laughs> exactly. And if they're left on a planet to die, they're left on a planet to die. It's a good day to die. <laughs> it's always a good day to die. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's seven. Eight is similar. Any unprotected materials can be penetrated at that point. So no shielding at all. Right. Causes medium alloys and structural materials to start vaporizing. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, ten. Sweet um, rock cloud, bro. Yeah, really, right. <laughs> <laughs> we bring the ort in the ort club. Um, <laughs> ten is materials will absorb and rebound energy. And then there's about a half second delay before that material vaporizes. So you got to get out of the way quick. Okay. Um, 11 is a 0.2 second delay before it vaporizes. So it goes from like 0.5 seconds to 0.2 seconds. So it's just a higher, higher, faster vaporizing. Uh, on the handgun, on the hand p- phaser. Hand phaser, yeah. So what, how, and what situation would 0.3 seconds make a difference? Like, why is the timing delayed? Why? I can only think that it would matter to data. Yeah, right? It's the only one that could actually quantify that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, okay, so I have it set to 11 and I fire and then a half second later the thing vaporizes. I put it up to 11.7 or whatever and point it and I only have 0.3 seconds yep so so here's where it gets really interesting okay at level 13 or actually at level 12 they start measuring how many like cubic meters of rock can be disintegrated per second okay per shot actually per shot so at level 12 50 cubic meters of rock how many is that so 25 by yeah so about 25 feet is a meter two times as long as a foot well we're talking cubic meters so there's some oh length and width in there as well did you get your canadian uh, citizenship yeah since we last <laughs> talked eh? <laughs> okay well like i mean how big what is 50 cube like about what size is that a room um no, it'd be more like a foyer. Okay. 
<laughs> that makes sense. So you're carving out a little a little foyer, right? A little like half bath. Yeah. A little bigger it's than a like half four, bath. It's like four uh, yeah, like four feet by four feet by four feet. It's like a twelve twelve cubic or twelve cubic feet. So like not not square feet but cubic feet. Okay, this is fascinating. Let's move on. Yep. So um at thirteen you get ninety cubic meters. Okay. So now you're carving out so that's room. That's bigger. Yeah. That's bigger. Fourteen is hundred and sixty cubic meters. So now you've got like a pretty good sized like small bungalow that you've okay. carved out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of uh disintegrating. Yeah. It's um pretty amazing. Um at fifteen it's three hundred and seventy cubic meters. So the exponential growth there is kind of interesting how it goes from 90 to 160 to 370. That's yeah. that's quite a jump. Yeah. And then um, at 16, level 16, the mythical level 16, you get uh, 650 cubic meters per shot. In, in the palm of your hand. In the palm of your hand. Well, what fuels these things? Plasma. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And if you're talking about the mounted ones, like on the ship, it draws yeah. it right from the warp core. Well, yeah, that's going to be. Well, there's some massive plenty, plenty of power. Yeah, those ones have a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. So you wouldn't necessarily. I mean, would a hand phaser have higher than ten? Do they? Um, I don't. I mean, it's it. These are incorporating the rifle too, like the hand, you know, the yeah. phaser rifle. So would, it might, it might not. I would argue that the personal hand. Phaser would need to go higher than three if I were making the rules. I would hope not. Yeah. But that's that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> Quite. So, so I thought it would be interesting to kind of think about those different levels, right? Because yeah, at least yeah, I mean, know it's a nerd thing to consult the technical manual, but it's there for a reason. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a pot calling the kettle black a little bit here. <laughs> uh, we are doing Star Trek podcast yeah. so anyway <laughs> um i'll check myself <laughs> while i check myself yo <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean there's it it, it had it, it had a varying degree of, of firepower so we've talked about it being a pretty amazing ish weapon we've talked about it heating rocks do you know what else you know what other tool they used phaser power for? Uh, no, I don't. There was a phaser drill. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and that seems like, oh, yes, that would be um, a super duper use for phaser power. Wouldn't it? It'd be really interesting to think about how you could do that. Right. So mining purposes it would be huge it really cut down like the amount of time you need to get to the materials that you're looking for with a phaser drill yeah yeah you'd want to make sure you don't phaser through the stuff you want well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you might need a good depth finder <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever they use for mining that well they would what would they use Probably not a pick and a shovel any longer. <laughs> no, and I know you're not supposed to dig straight up or straight down. I know that from Minecraft. Yeah, that's that's kind of a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you learned that from Minecraft, and yeah. as opposed to any other type of mining. It was. Materials. It was. My, it's my only practical experience with mining, to be honest. <laughs> I'm ac- accidentally drilling under yourself and watching yourself fall, like into a canyon or something. It's it's truly scary. But as you all probably know, I scare easily. So <laughs> we do remember that from our past episodes. <laughs> yes, I apologize for the shrieking. Um, <laughs> the shrieking banshee, I think you called yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope that never happens again. Uh, but I can't guarantee it. And also, just to take a brief check and look around the world as it is at this moment, it's spooky season. It is. Uh, and I spend October, like, enjoying 
the change of the colors and the crisp breezes, such as they are halfway through the month, where they were in the 80s early in the month, I am not a fan of all the spooky stuff. Yeah, I could do without. Yeah, but my kids are all about it. The yards that are all decorated. Oh, yeah. You're driving down the street, and you think there's just a bunch of people standing around in the yard, and it turns yeah. out it's like yard decorations. <laughs> and my, my dumb neighbor has, like, baby dolls yeah. strung up in the tree. I'm like, I realize you're going for a camp here or whatever, but, it's like, just for a second, think about what you're doing. Like, babies hanging from a tree, and, like, what kind of monster are you? So, that makes me wish that we could have phasers mounted on our cars <gasps> yeah like low power ones not yeah. up to 16 okay you know. <laughs> yeah like i'm just gonna melt your halloween display yeah i don't like to see you know hangings yeah. for example right. <laughs> on my day-to-day i'm not kind of disturbs me <laughs> yeah i don't like to see a skeleton Digging a grave for another skeleton. Yeah, or the skeleton that had a boy or a child skeleton sitting on its lap with a knife in its chest. Ugh. It's just like, it's not funny. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I could like a little phaser on my car that I could yeah. do a quick little wide beam dispersal. Yeah, you know? knock that shit right over. <laughs> just knock it over. <laughs> like, no, don't do any harm or anything. Just sort of gently wreck it. I mean, yeah. that's the I'm tricks part. I'm not talking about like, like, like sabotage level destruction. I yeah. just don't want to see it up there right now. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd rather I'd rather see the wooden cutout of the Nana leaning over to water the plants or whatever than yeah. you know monsters. Yeah. 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 I, I'm I'm in agreement with you on that. <laughs> okay. We stand we stand in agreement. <laughs> Hurrah. Hurrah! Huzzah, even! <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> Lifting a leather mug mm. as we speak. I don't have a leather yeah. mug. That's gross. I, I don't have a leather mug. I just, yeah, ceramic's not close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do have a nice mug, though. Yeah? Yeah. It's... A nice it's... little gray line on the top. Mm. My favorite Very minimalist. Mug. It is minimalist, like me. Mm-hmm. Less is more, Jenny. Right. Less. No, Less more, is more. more is more at that. More <laughs> is more. <laughs> I'm no sorry. I'm, a, I'm extra. You are extra. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, we've strayed uh, far afield from... Well, not too far, because I was, far. I, was, I was doing my subtle, my subtle way of Trying segue... Trying to drag me back. <laughs> ...into... Did you know that they fitted shellcraft with phasers? Yeah, I did know that. They do. It's a different kind of phaser, though. It is a different phaser. It's not the ones like the handgun, and it's not the ones that draw from the warp core, because a lot of the shuttlecrafts didn't have a warp yeah. core on it. So they have a Goldilocks phaser. <laughs> Just right. <laughs> Just right. Just right for the cutest little shuttlecraft you ever did see. <laughs> Although I think I remember a couple of references to them mounting like phaser cannons on a shuttlecraft, too. Yeah. Like, that would be a, be a badass shuttlecraft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you need to have a pretty desperate situation for that, right? Well, I think it was in the Mad Max world of Star Trek, <laughs> beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, what's the shuttlecraft one called? Is it got uh, a special name? It was just a phase-mounted array. Phase-mounted array. Yeah. Okay. Phase for phaser. Yep. And what's phasing is plasma. Yeah, it's a plasma beam. Yeah. That's being shot. But it's not the warp core type. And it's a little bit stronger than the handheld type. Right. And what a, an array. I love the word an array when they talk about, like, phaser array, arrays. A cool, it's like a really cool word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's a mess of them. Yeah. Oh, it's like those things in the, the thing. Um I always think of, like, the fireworks that have, like... Yeah. Then they go up and it's, like, and they kind of scatter. Okay. I just... um, There's a weapon... Oh, shoot. Um, 
it's a it's an ancient weapon, old timey weapon that I think was Korean. The the shot like oh, hundred yes. arrows. What the are wacha. those? Wacha! How, how can you forget that name? It's a great uh, name. It is a great name, and I've just had the most ex- recent encounter with the, the Hacha playing Civ the other day. Yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take this town back from the Koreans," and and they're like, "Oh, they got a little Hacha." I, I don't know the way it's spelled. I had no idea. It's like lots of extra letters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that that's bias from where I'm sitting, but uh, to me, it seemed like an unnecessary amount of consonants at the front. But more but, is more, Kenny. Oh, yes, exactly. And then they fired that onto my little crossbowman, and I was like, "Oh, it was just tons of." It. <laughs> and they did a whole episode on on it on MythBusters. It's just I highly recommend it. It's so, side fiercely note. intense array of arrows. Side note is um, it was my daughter's first word that she said when we were watching MythBusters, and she said, "Hacha." <laughs> That's awesome. Outstanding. <laughs> and that's when I knew that she was pretty special. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I loved her already. That was <laughs> the jury was awesome. out until that day. Yeah, I was looking for the warranty slip still. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Catalan, if you're listening. I loved you all the time. Then yeah. Never changed. <laughs> and I'm sorry I swore earlier. <laughs> I don't think she's listening. I'm not okay. cool enough for her. Okay. <laughs> Well, you're cool enough for us, uh, for us, Jeff. Oh, well, thanks. So yeah. speaking of phasers, yeah. Do you think uh, Wesley would use a phaser to bake us some cookies? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> hey, Wesley, yes. some cookies. <laughs> yeah, here you go. <laughs> oh, a fortune cookie. Oh, they're pumpkin spice though. Oh, as would be appropriate for this time of year. I've never had a pumpkin spice fortune cookie. I bet they're good. I mean, I'm not going to turn it down. No. Pumpkin spice gets a bad rap. (laughs) Nice flavor. (laughs) All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a fortune in mine. You don't? I do. It says duck. Death <laughs> is tall. <laughs> Wait, what? It says duck. Death is tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a Ferengi thinking. I would imagine they many Ferengi do walk stooped over. <laughs> <laughs> So, it would be a so position the, to walk in if there's a phaser fight going on. Right, right, right. Or if you're trying to <laughs> sneak past a phaser array. <laughs> you know, like, you blow some makeup powder and, like, light up the... Like, phaser. that's interesting. Would Like, if we were, if we were forming a, like, a fantasy, um, like, maraud team, right? Yeah. Marauder team. Mm-hmm. You'd probably want to have a Ferengi on there to get past the, the mounted phaser array. Well, yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, and cunning. Cunning, very true. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad you brought this up as I, I I feel like a lot of the reason I mean just guessing based on my sample of one or two, but that part of the reason why it's difficult to get into Deep Space Nine is the heavy presence of Ferengi in it, um, and I've been thinking about that because um, I, if you're an, if you're a Next Generation fan, um, the Ferengis were portrayed very badly in, in that. They were almost monstrous. They were. It's and and they, they were so reviled by, like, even people on the Enterprise who were open-minded to, you know, the backbend type way. You know, they make room for everybody, but, like, the Ferengis did not get a pass. And I think that, like, really colored um, people, like, getting invested in Deep Space Nine because the Ferengi has a bad rap. <laughs> it's not entirely unearned. But um yeah. But like like I say, you can those they can hunch over and dodge past things. I, they have phaser whips, don't they? They do have phaser whips and that's 
another weapon that I was going to get to. That was a pretty awesome thing to, to like discover about the Ferengi. It did raise my level of respect a little bit for the Ferengi at that point because yeah. I was like, I'm like, crud! I've never seen a phaser whip before. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are those those are intense, intense. Yeah, I, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. No. Um, oh, here, here's my fortune. Oh, yeah. Um, anything worth doing is worth doing for money. Mm, that's mm. very Ferengi. Yeah. Also, <laughs> that's like the spirit of Ferengi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, we're not doing this for money and I'm having fun. I feel like it's worth doing. I'm having a great time. I'm getting yeah. paid, though. You're not getting paid? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll check on that. <laughs> Ah, shoot. And it's the Federation where money isn't needed any longer. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. We've evolved past those needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting over here, paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> <sighs> Anything worth doing is worth doing for money. Fair do point. They, do you think they would, do you think they would say, like, a twist on that, um, like, Especially if it's latinum. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think they traded much else, do they? I mean, I'm sure they would take money. I mean, just any money. I'm sure they would take, right? They like yeah. latinum. I'm sure they yeah. would take any, any money. I mean, <laughs> What other money is there? Well, there was Federation credits. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You can only spend it in Federation stores. In the Federation gift store. Yeah. <laughs> Federation Amazon. <laughs> it was really good at the replicator station. <laughs> yeah. I thought those were just free. Do you have to use credits on a replicator? Certainly not on a starship, you don't. Not on a starship. Yeah. yeah. I believe that's just docked from your pay. <laughs> ah. Just like the old mining stores. I see that you've gone to the replicator quite a bit this month. Uh, plan on going to the gym, too? <laughs> pick up some oh, extra ships in security <laughs> oh boy i just like yeah the the level of intimate knowledge that the ship's computer would have about your day-to-day i oh yeah <laughs> yeah not even gonna go yeah not there you, you would really just need to be straight arrow goody goody yeah, yeah. even the shower would be revealing you know like a sonic shower yeah sonic shower i don't even I can't even think that that, I mean, I, maybe call me old fashioned, but good old water shower. I mean, it can't be comfortable to get blasted by sound waves. No. Unless it was like, you know, I don't know. Maybe Mahler. <laughs> <laughs> Mahler. A uh, little bit of, you know, um, what's his name? Sousa. Sousa. Yes. Take a Sousa blast, please. Well, that's, that's what Picard listens to. <laughs> yeah. Get a trombone suite for Riker going. Of course. <laughs> a little Rhapsody in Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Some uh, Glenn Miller while you're at it. Glenn Miller. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. So that when the so if we're carrying that that um, that analogy out further to its inevitable conclusion, would that be like Stevie Wonder for Jordy LaForge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you made yourself lull really hard. <laughs> I did. I really did. I'm sorry. You can't tell, by the way, listening, we really are nerds and we have a fun time doing this. <laughs> making myself crack up as much as I possibly can. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Okay. All right, so phasers. Phasers. Um, phaser whips. Phaser, phaser whips. How much would a Ferengi sell a phaser whip for? I don't I don't know. It's it's an it's an odd side arm to have, like it you whip it and it throws a phaser beam off the end of it. It's like, is it a literal whip, or is that just the way the? I mean, it seems really kind of recklessly 
uh, like it could go bad if you couldn't use, I mean, like a phaser gun, like I think you could pick it up and yeah. figure out how to work it. Like a phaser whip, you're going to need some. Well, I'm hoping that they're not giving the phaser whips out to the ensigns just graduating from Starfleet Academy. <laughs> well, they're not giving them out to those guys. They're, they're the freight, whatever the Frangi equivalent is. <laughs> Business school. <laughs> Business school. <laughs> The Frankie School of Business. Yeah, the Frankie School of Business. <laughs> here's your degree. Here's your phaser whip. The Grand Nagus <laughs> Dean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Dean's Prize. <laughs> yeah. You did really good in being cunning, so here's your phaser whip. Yeah. Yeah. Phaser <laughs> whips. I just don't, I, I don't know much about them. I, I forgot all about energy whips, what they're called. But we'll have to. We'll have to do some research on that before our, our next show and fill everyone in on the energy whip. Well, I know right now I found like it. Like a whip, but with <laughs> phase particles. <laughs> okay. An energy whip. The thank you, Memory Alpha, was a handheld weapon used by the Fringy. When lashed, it fired a pulse of energy that stunned the target. The whip had two additional settings, disrupt and disintegrate. Of course. <laughs> Those old saws. <laughs> yeah. Optimum range of 75 meters, maximum Ooh. of 165, and an overload radius of 150. Yeah, you could be like, you could be pretty far away. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's devious. Uh, it's a challenging prop, says one of the folks that use them. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's meant to easily transform from a coiled position to an unfold and hardened one. Yo. Ugh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, okay, it's just, it's like a very short whip, but, and then the, the energy beam would go out, you know, pretty far. Yeah. And you could, like, be a, you know down the road from someone and hit them with something. Yeah, think of how many Halloween decorations you could knock over with the Ferengi phaser. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll get rid of that uh, <laughs> car-mounted little mini phaser and get the phaser whip. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just Indiana Jones for Halloween. Zow! Zow! <laughs> there goes your witch smashed into a tree. <laughs> you just took out my coffin decoration! <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> Tricks! So, so, so we got those. Um, yeah. Pretty scary. Oh, the other use. Uh, you mentioned the overload setting. That made me think about the other way that phasers are portrayed. Yeah. Is to like, I'm going to set this on overload and run the heck away. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, that that's when it like it skips the middle part and doubles yeah. back on itself. Right. Yep. I don't remember what the middle part's called. No the energy cells. No safeties on at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you override all the safeties, the yeah. energy energy level safeties, and then so, you just let it wind over in the corner until it blows up. <laughs> well, and then you could also sabotage somebody's phaser, like they do that to Kirk's phaser at one point. Yep. They left yep. it in his room, like, and then if he engaged it, it would blow up, and it's yep. of course didn't. He's too smart no, it for didn't. that. It did not. Yeah. There were also a lot of like, like the the ships had. Uh, it, it was I was thinking about it as we were looking at it this week, but and then also as you were talking about with the ensigns walking around with their handheld phasers and stuff. Yeah. They had a lot of like safety protocols on the ships though of like you know. That's true. They wouldn't. They like suppressed phaser power at times, or they had quick alarms if a phaser yeah. was powered, was powered up, or even like that sort of thing. Yeah. So Big brother. Like Willy nilly firing phasers off in the corridors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although in the mirror universe, they carried around like, you know, like cheese packets. I don't know if that's common. Maybe not. <laughs> cheese packets? <laughs> Remember the handy snacks? You know, there's like the cracker and the cheese that you could dip in. Uh huh. Yeah. It's, that's what I was thinking of. Was okay. Like quick handy snack, but it was a phaser. Yeah. <laughs> Small, <laughs> but lethal. Yeah, and savory. Yeah, well, I mean, it's cheese and a cracker. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so convenient. Yeah. In these times of candy being handed out, I'll take a cheese and crackers. <laughs> 
so so what's your what's your what's your thought we've we've talked about the uses here we've talked about all the different types yeah how are you feeling about phasers oh i'm a 10 on the energy whip yeah yeah how about on the cannon with the phaser cannon well i think that um look if you're going to be on a starship you might as well have one okay what about the like, handheld yeah, I'm I'm a 10, 10, 10. I all around. Yeah, I. It is such a a useful thing, and it's also, you know, gives gives people a uh, a lot of options when pro- problem solving, and a lot of like ways to um, innovate through something. Um, yeah, I think it's better than a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Well, yeah. Except I mean, for nail, except for nail care and te- possibly te- for nail filing and tweezing. Yeah, uh, you could probably open a bottle of wine. Yeah, <laughs> you just heat it up a little bit or whatever, yeah. and let that cork shoot right out. Then or you have like hot the, wine. Like the, like the video of the guy like taking the saber, you know, to open the bottle of wine. Yeah, phaser and do the same thing. Yeah, you know. Yep. In all practicality, it has all the functionality of a Swiss Army knife. But cooler, even. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 an amazing tool. Yeah, it's, so I was all ten on mine. Yeah, so we, we agreed this week. We yeah, yeah. Like, we agreed on a score. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, on the other hand, it is extremely dangerous and also not pretty easily sabotaged, to be honest. Yeah, it's it, it was surprisingly easy from what I saw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sabotage it. Yeah, but as but as a survival tool and in any situation, I think you could find a use. You could get yourself uh, to safety. All right. Oh, one quick side note on yeah. the ships, the ship ones. The yeah. Ship, the ship phaser arrays that mm-hmm. draw from the warp core. Um, so if there was the presence of the star that was messing with the radiation, do you know what they could do to override that and still use their phasers? I have no, I don't know what an, I don't know. Of course you would. It's okay. Okay. I just, I know because I did my, I did my deep dive into research. (laughs) I know. I was setting you up. I'm sorry. All right, smarty pants. Public record. I apologize. That's okay. It just shows that I only went surface deep on this stuff. So. (laughs) Which is a fair. I I dug straight down in my Minecraft. (laughs) You fell right into that canyon. I, I did. I really did. But, you know, your research and mine, it's like, you know, we create the T. We get the wide, yeah. broad, and the deep dive. So and the, the deep dive down. So lose all your gear. They could, in some situations, use the circuitry from an android to override the radiation uh-huh. and be able to fire a phaser. So... Like one, like one, one ship has that though, right? Well, yeah, except for you know, like there was data lore out there, you know, there's yeah, so they could use him too. Well, unlikely, just saying it's possible. Okay, yes, that is a one in a million. It was, and they only did it once, as far as I know, in the series, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I think it's kind of a one and done thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dana, yeah. could you come here for a second? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All so, Jenny, yeah. are you interested in um, what Grandpa Klingon had to say? Um, I do. Um, I wondered if I could uh, just pause for a moment um, yeah. for a little in memoriam. Oh. Uh, last month, we lost... Uh, Aaron Eisenberg, who played Nog on Deep Space Nine. And uh, September 21st, he passed. And he was on more than 40 episodes of Deep Space Nine. And yeah. uh, he also was other uh, played other roles, too. Um, but he was only 50. Uh, he passed away. Um, and the, his portrayal of Nog was like, it's if you're at all reluctant to watch Deep Space Nine because of the Ferengis in it, I would say make room in your heart for this one Ferengi Nog as played by Aaron Eisenberg. Um, because, you know, uh, he 
he grew up under the influence of Starfleet and became you know, wanted to join. And it was so unheard of for Ferengi, like never been a Ferengi allowed into Starfleet Academy. Um, so he really like fought his character fought very hard for, you know, acceptance and, you know, breaking through barriers and all this stuff, which is the, the show in a nutshell anyway. Um, but I just, you know, was sad to hear and, um, always been, uh, very affectionate for, have a lot of affection for the character of Nog and that, that, um, his, his story arc was really, um, you know, spoke to me as a fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. that had the essence of what Star Star Trek is all about. Yeah, yeah. My, my reluctance to see the series, I did still read up on the the Nog story. And I and I do agree with you on that. That there's there's a real Trek feel to that mm-hmm. story. So, so I agree. raising a glass to 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 Aaron Eisenberg. Which so. by the way ties into Grandpa Klingon's um wisdom for us today okay good so it's good this time yeah um okay. he actually just wanted to keep it short this time okay and um gave me the klingon phrase for um like what you would say when you're doing cheers or raising glass for someone yeah okay so in the klingon it's pronounced ilwish jashash ilwish jashash yep and literally translated it says may your blood scream okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I I am down for that toast. <laughs> we'll use that this week in any of your Halloween gatherings. <laughs> yeah, it could be a toast. It could also be a threat. It could be a threat. <laughs> I mean, everything in Klingon's kind of a threat, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, frankly. <laughs> everything is kind of a threat. <laughs> yeah. Klingon, colon, everything's kind of a threat. First rule of learning Klingon. <laughs> Basically, everything is a threat. Yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> right. So, okay. May your blood scream. May your blood scream. May your blood scream. It's appropriate. Yeah. For spooky times. And also for Klingon. Yeah. And for the, you know, got a case of the Mondays or whatever. Say that to yourself in the mirror. Make your blood scream. Yeah. Do the power stance and say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's be passionate, right? It's, it is be passionate. And you always have that fire. Well, yeah, and I think it, like part of the original translation that I read is um, it means like, you know, good health. If yeah. you're healthy, your blood is moving. It's energized. It's pumped. It's, ah! oh, wait, I said I wouldn't scream. That wasn't really a scream. Well, we'll have to find a really good example of a, you know, a rock stream. Yeah. And, and post the in our show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. May your blood yeah. scream. May your blood scream. <laughs> May your blood scream, Jenny. You too, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that could we listen. That could be our sign off. Figuring out the show while we're doing it. I love it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I think Grandpa Klingon handed us our, our sign-off line. He heard us struggle, yeah. and he gave us one. Frankly, I mean, <laughs> he hasn't been a very positive critic of the show. <laughs> no, of course not. We'll dig on Klingons every now and then. He probably doesn't like that. You didn't spend enough time talking about disruptors. Well, it's because they're one setting. They're kind of boring, Grandpa. <laughs> Make your blood scream. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make your blood scream, kid. Get back here. <laughs> well, I guess if you like what you heard today, follow yeah. us on social media things. Yeah, we have a Facebook page now. We have a Facebook page that Jenny has done a really good job with. Um, ah, I think did nothing to it. And yeah, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I, I will. I'll I'll work on that. I promise. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll contribute. And it's um, great. We've got I think like about twenty five people in there, and uh, people are adding things tricky that they see. Yeah, and, it's fun to see it. Yeah, I enjoy it. I I like participating in that group because it's um, everybody in there's and Star Trek is not all our, our only thing, no. but it's fun to get people together on that thing. So. Yep. I agree. 
Yeah. So there's follow us on Facebook. Um, yeah. Subscribe to our podcast if you want yep. to hear more of it. Yeah. Um, give us a rating if you feel like it. Yep. If you like what you heard. If you didn't like what you heard, keep it to yourself. Yep. Unless yep. you have something, you know, constructive for us, right? <laughs> yeah. And and we're we're sensitive, so Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah, don't give us any mayor blood scream type <laughs> <laughs> readings. <laughs> More like if you want your blood to scream, you might want to try uh, anyway. No. <laughs> Leave yeah, whatever phrase it, phrase it differently. <laughs> <laughs> Leave whatever feedback you want. We're fine. Don't throw an energy whip at us. No. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, but I'm getting one. I'm gonna get see if if Star Trek Amazon has one. If they Star don't, we're be busy in the workshop. <laughs> yeah, <soon>. right. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, until Wesley, I got a project for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's here's an energy here's an energy fortune cookie. Hmm. <laughs> no. You open it and you zap. You're like, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm stunned for some reason. <laughs> yeah. My legs are asleep all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we should sign off then. We should. Should we use our our new sign off line? We should. I will also say that I have no idea what our next topic is. I have lost the list. Well, I don't have it handy. I don't think. To be determined. To be determined. Hey, get on the Facebook page and maybe you'll find out. Maybe it's posted somewhere. Yeah. So I think you could search for Tech Trek, and that's Tech T E K on Facebook to find yeah. our group. That's where you're going to get the most uh, interaction because nobody Twitter's a giant vacuum box, space. box of noise <laughs> or vacuum of space. Yeah. And so. if you're looking for a podcast, also T E K is the is the right spelling for that. Don't do T E C H Trek because that's a different podcast and it's not the same as ours. No, no, we're <laughs> Tech Trek podcast. Yep. Yeah. All right, okay. then. All righty. Well, Jenny? Jeff? May your blood scream. And also with you. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>